0: What is up everybody? Welcome back to the Friday Wrap Up. On this show, we wrap the week up with fun facts, teachable moments and resources you can use to live a long, healthy, happy, entertaining life.
1: Entertaining, it we are is. the entertainment.
0: Exactly. Um, so fun fact this week isn't really a fact, I guess you could say, it's more of a story um, that happened to us, but we had a post deleted off for Facebook.
1: Our first one ever. Mm. I feel like we pretty, we stick to the guidelines, stick within the lines.
0: Try not to be too controversial.
1: (laughs) I'm sure it happens to people quite often. I know Mm. it happens to people quite often because usually they voice it. Like I posted this and the stupid algorithm or the stupid whatever platform it is deleted it. Mm. How crazy is that? But essentially, Uh, I write up like a little blurb about the podcast so that I can post it on socials and it's like the description on YouTube and Spotify. And I think two weeks ago, two weeks, we did a podcast episode on digital health and how to break up with your phone. I'm pretty sure it was called. Um, so I did a blurb about that episode, pretty much just saying how everyone's addicted to their phones and social media is just you're paying with your attention kind Mm. of um and it got deleted and i got like a warning saying this is a warning be careful what you post um this goes against our guidelines and i I, it wasn't like i specifically said instagram or facebook or whatever is bad for your brain or anything like that i was just saying like being attached to your device Mm. is not the best for your health
0: how they control you yeah yeah um, and it's not like we didn't post it anywhere else. So YouTube had the same description. I put the same description on LinkedIn as oh, well. Oh, okay, yeah. And nothing. That's fine.
1: Spotify. It's Spotify, on every yeah. like pocket cast. So the funny
0: how it's Facebook. Facebook, I don't know if I actually posted that one to I Instagram. I didn't post it
1: to Instagram. We should post it until it happens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Watch out for that post. Um, so yeah, it's just funny. And I feel like it starts up the conversation of, you know, what? social media is these days. I feel like Facebook and Instagram are really starting to struggle. Um, if you look at their stock, I guess you could say that's a good indicator on how they're going. For the first time, Facebook actually had a decline in users oh, in the last really? six months. Yeah. Where's so everyone going, to
1: TikTok and Twitter?
0: I uh, don't, know. don't know. I don't know how much of a decline or anything it was, but it just shows reflects in the stock prices as well. Um, so it just goes to show... That you know how much because it is tipped to say that Facebook and Instagram are the most um, mediated social media oh, okay. platforms. Yeah, I said that too. Um, so you can so it's just the popularity starting to go because uh, people starting to realize how
1: we can't say what they want to say.
0: Yeah, and Elon Musk just bought Twitter, so
1: everyone's going to go to Twitter.
0: He wants to keep it a free speech platform and not mediate anything so basically you can say what you want which it's I guess you know that's is how it is it should
1: be like you know well I mean yeah but I feel like there's always been like back a few years ago before there was social media what what there was like online forums i guess Mm. and they someone would always end up coming along and mediating them and then people would like abandon them yeah and then even before that there would be like protests and speeches and groups and stuff like that
0: Mm.
1: but they would still get mediated so i feel like it's just the fact that so many people can say so many things so there's a lot more stuff to get mediated that it's a bigger deal yeah yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like there's never been a time when we can say, people can say controversial things and it not, like, make some sort of backlash rise. It's yeah. just that everyone can see it now. Yeah. It's not behind closed doors so yeah. much.
0: And I feel like, yeah, you go back even 10, 20 years and the media controlled pretty much everything you've seen.
1: Yeah. They well, still do. Well, well they, they're trying on to. on TV. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. It's just a funny point of view and a funny thing to see what's going to happen, I guess, in the next sort of couple of years with social media. Yeah. Um, All right. So teachable moments.
1: What do you got? Okay. Well, I didn't really know if it's a teachable moment. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say it is. (laughs) And it's my resource too. Um, So first week back at uni after the holidays was this week and one of the... Topics, I guess, or one of the papers that my lecturer was talking about was by these guys, Roger and Milkman. It's a 2016 paper, so it's fairly new, had a big sample size, which is good. That's a good thing. Um, but essentially, it was testing to see if reminders through association will result in greater follow through on intention. What do you okay, mean? so I'm going to explain. Okay, <laughs> so um, in the study, there was the participants like came in and they did a task and they were told that some of them were told that they will see an elephant statue on their way out and that elephant statue is their reminder to drop a paperclip in the little box if they want to donate money to charity Mm -hmm. they don't have to but that's their reminder and then the other group was just said if you want to donate to charity drop a paperclip on your way out. So one group had the elephants, told the elephant statue would be there and that would just be a reminder to them to do it. And the other group had nothing. Um, But apart from that, they did everything else the same. And the group that had the reminder of the elephant statue, 74% of people followed through. Whereas the people who didn't have the reminder, they just said, drop a paperclip on your way out. Only 42% of people followed through. Yeah, That's a massive difference. Yeah. Like 72% of people following through even is pretty high. Yeah. And they did, the people themselves didn't have to do anything actively. It was just that they were told the elephant was a reminder. So it reminded them. Mm. So I guess what I'm trying to say is just exposure to any kind of reminder you can use to increase to change your intentions or your actions. Yeah. And I guess now, like linking it back to nutrition and fitness, you can set things, weird things there as a reminder. Like I feel like um, the old put your active wear out on your bed or on the couch is a reminder. That's exactly what I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: But even just like having post-its on your fridge, like do 10 squats before you open up the fridge. Yeah. Like just simple things like that, giving yourself little reminders of things you should be doing Yeah, it's cool.
1: Um, Yeah, so I thought that was quite... I guess, why is it teachable? I feel like I forgot (laughs) I forgot to use things. Yeah. Because I used to do it constantly. Yeah. Like, I used to have post-its everywhere around the house, even in the fridge. So, like, when I'd get the milk out, there was a post-it on it, and Mm. I'd have to take it off when we ran out of the milk, and I'd either write a new one or stick it back on there. But even the fact that it's just... It was just a random. The elephant has nothing to do with the charity or money or anything like that. It was just this elephant means donate money. Yeah. (laughs) They just made that link themselves. They just made it up.
0: And we're constantly talking about habits on this show, on all our shows, and how you need to sort of build habits to achieve the things you want, no matter what it is. So that is a really good hack to use. Yeah. Um, You know, when you're trying to build a habit, think about the habit you want. What cues do you need to actually, you know, initiate that habit and do that habit and leave those cues around the house and they'll remind you to do it.
1: Yeah. So... That's cool. And I guess I think I can link the paper. I'm not sure if you'll actually be able to have access, public access to it or not, but I'll see if I can find a public access version of it. Yep. And you could read even just the abstract and get a bit of a, more of an idea of awesome. how it happened. So
0: make sure you hit the show notes link below to check that one out. Um, cool. Done.
1: Yeah. What's yours this week?
0: So what do you think is the main conversation we've had with clients oh, this God. week about movement? Running? Yeah, associated with running. But knee pain would be the probably the biggest topic we've had this week. Um, Again, this has come up with a couple of different clients. Um, Last week, I was actually filling in for a friend in a gym and had access to a whole lot more clients. So, like, instead of the normal amount I have, it probably tripled in that week. So it just gives me an opportunity to sort of see how people move, people's ideas around pain and all like all that sort of stuff and sort of question comes up should you squat below parallel with your knees and your hips and all that sort of stuff when you're squatting and when you have knee pain or even if you don't have knee pain and I strongly recommend that everybody does so basically what I say to everybody is put your knee any joint this goes for any joint put your joints through as much range as possible but keep controlled movements. So pain usually comes from some sort of instability or unbalance or something like that. So if you can put your knee through as much range as possible, squat all the way to the ground, all the way up with good control, um, good technique, you're gonna build strength. So your knee's gonna be a whole lot stronger. But then like, you know, your ankle's gonna be stronger and your hip's gonna be stronger so that supports your knee as well. Um, So it's just a good conversation to have and if you are exercising and you do get some sort of pain, again, knee pain is just the most common one. I feel like yeah, it happens the most. Um, you, you're exercising wrong, and you should sort of sort of take a bit of a look into what you're doing because the pain can be a start to like a degeneration of the joint and that sort of stuff. So
1: well, I feel like also not just have we spoken about knee pain a lot this week, but like people who are getting knee operations. Like, mm. I feel like every third person we speak to is getting one or knows someone that's getting a knee reconstruction, which just blows my mind.
0: Yeah, so, and that lady is a perfect example. So this lady's selling her house because her knees are too sore to walk up her driveway.
1: Which is a very steep incline, but still.
0: Yeah, it, but you, as a human, you should be able to walk up an incline, yeah. no matter what age that's just a human skill that you should just, that just should be a thing you should be able to do no matter what. Um, and, like, yeah, she's going to get a good price for a house and all that sort of stuff, but like I said to Mac, like, she could spend, you know, a couple thousand dollars on a good PT and a good program, have strong as fuck knees for the rest of her life and not have to move. Yeah. Because her house is, is is across the road from the beach. It's in
1: prime a location.
0: prime location and she's going to move to, you know, I wouldn't say it's as good spot, but um, yeah, just actually dedicating yourself and working on your knees and your strength and all that sort of stuff and she'll never have to move and yeah. she can walk up the driveway. And a lot of the time it's like, oh, but the surgeon said or the doctor said I need to get operated on. And I'm not saying that you don't, and sometimes it is necessary to get operated on your knees and you know, I don't know everybody's story. So yeah. obviously this is a general advice. But just remember, a surgeon doesn't get paid unless they operate. Yeah. So just let that sink in for a bit and, you know, obviously they're going to say, yeah, operate because then they get paid. If they only did a quarter of the amount of operations that they're doing, they're going to get paid a whole lot less. Yeah. Um,
1: It also is funny how many people that have come to, like you, to work with you, I guess, have said that their physio has told them never go po- below parallel when squatting. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, like you wouldn't not bend your elbow or your arm all the way up to touch your face. Like you never keep your arm straight because like you don't want to put it in full flexion. Because you have got whatever. elbow
0: pain. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing. Like a gym should be a controlled space where you can perform movements to the full range possible. safely safely and if you're not and if it's if the gym's not that space then you shouldn't be at that gym or you shouldn't be doing that type of exercise because um out like if you're only squatting to halfway down because you get knee pain all that sort of stuff what happens outside the gym when you go out and you need to pick something up off the ground and accidentally go below your hips with your knees that sort of stuff um you're going to sort of get some pain. So you've got to do those controlled safe movements in the gym under load. So you get strong in those positions. So when you're out in life, if shit happens and you've got to sort of lean down, bend down in awkward positions, you don't get injured. Yeah. So for a physio to say that again, I, th- I think that's just a cop out. Um, I'm sure there's probably physios out there that's going to disagree with me, but I feel like that's just a massive cop out of, you know, she'll be right. Just do these exercises and I'll see you in a month.
1: Just don't go where it hurts.
0: Yeah. And then like, you know, what happens in life? They go and they go into that range and they hurt themselves and go back to the physio.
1: Yeah. They get paid again.
0: Um, So my free resource is, um, yeah, it's a bit of a, (laughs) you know, my thing, but check out my free resource. I've done a mobility program. I've had several people go through it. They've increased their mobility, their hip, knee, ankle, like it's a lower body mobility thing. Um, So in the show notes, there's a sample there. If you like it, you can just do that.
1: Is this the two week mobility guide? Yeah. Uh, It's actually going out in today's email. (laughs) Oh,
0: there you go. Yeah. Make sure you, if you're not on our mailing list, make sure you are. Um, You can literally just do that two weeks over and over again until your knees feel better
1: yeah because every time you do it you'll get further you'll have more mobility yeah
0: so you don't even need to pay for the program you can just do those two weeks consistently get better at the movements it's not about doing the movements as fast and as um, heavy as possible it's about doing the movements to perfection quality quality if you can perfect those movements you don't need to pay for anyone yeah You, you just need to dedicate yourself to perfecting those movements and you'll have strong knees hips and ankles Um, So that is in the show notes. So make sure you hit the link below for that one. Um, I will also link um, the beginner guide for movement that sort of goes exercises for beginners, I should say. It sort of goes in the same area as that, not necessarily, you know, fixing mobility and stuff, but there's a lot of good info in there to help you get your head around what you need to do to increase your joint strength, I should say. Yeah. Cool? Cool. Cool. Done. (laughs) Um, well, if, but again, if you're not on that mailing list, make sure you, you get on that mailing list because Mac and I are actually building something quite exciting at the moment. And it's gonna be...
1: Still top secret, don't say too much.
0: Still top secret, but the people on our mailing list will get first access to it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, just for a test run, I guess you'd say.
1: And then just, we don't send junk and we don't send spam, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's so much... Um, Ugh, a mailing list, you know what yeah. I mean? I feel We send one email to remind you about the podcast on Monday and <laughs> one email on Friday, which usually has something free and a little bit of word vomit from me. <laughs>
0: yeah, so if you like our content and you're liking these shows, make sure you're on the mailing list and I'll leave it there. All right, thanks again for tuning in. Have a good weekend and we'll see you again on Monday. Yeah. Bye.